Hey, welcome back to Investing with Naj. I've been gone for a while. For about two weeks, y'all. My apologies. Had to prep for finals, man. Last two weeks of school, you know, it's kind of been stressful. But anyway, man, I'm back with another episode. Got some practical, useful information you guys can do with your investing journey. Today, we're going to be talking about how does Bill Gates invest in stocks. We're going to be revealing with some of his net worth and some of the specific stocks that he's actually invested in. And I'm getting this information that I will link down in the bio or down in the description below. I'm getting this from investorpodcast.com. You can check out his information. He did a thorough research. This was back in February. And also Investopedia, where they talked about his net worth and some of the individual stocks he, he owned. So first, let's just reveal Bill Gates' net worth. If you guys don't know who that is, he's basically, he's a business magnet. Um... He's an investor, businessman. He helped start and found. He's one of the co-founders of Microsoft, the company you know today. They do that. That does Microsoft Dynamics. You know, one of the creators of Xbox software, one of the software giants. I can go on and on and on. So he's Bill Gates has done his thing. <laughs> Bill Gates has done his thing. But more importantly, let's talk about his net worth. I get into some of the strategies if you want to peel from that and use in your own investing journey or uh, how you invest in stuff, you can use it as well. First, Bill Gates is roughly worth, this is as of January 13th, 2021, he's worth roughly around $133 billion. Like I said before, he's earned the bulk of his fortune as a CEO, chairman, and chief software architect of Microsoft. He did step down as a chairman in 2014, but he still owns about 1% of the company. So, for Bill Gates, let's talk about some of the individual stocks he invests in. Some are AutoNation, Berkshire Hathaway, which you guys don't know. That is basically the management firm that um, Warren Buffett owns, and that's the company he owns. And they invest into certain companies, um, some being Coca-Cola, Apple, amongst others. As you might not know, Warren Buffett is actually a billionaire as well. He started young. He read one of the um, famous books. Um, gosh, I can't recall it. Hold on, guys. I gotta look up what the book was called. It's a, actually it's a it's a good book. Hold on, guys. Okay, sorry about that. So it's called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. I don't know why, I just had like a, a brain fart for some reason, but that's the book where he learned about basically value investing, the importance of investing, and how he developed his strategies basically of how he became a billionaire. Because like I tell you guys, you got to start from somewhere. You don't just become a billionaire overnight. You got to start from somewhere. But that's also what Bill Gates invests in. Invests in Canadian National Railway. It's called CNI, ticker symbol. Coca-Cola. Deer, Deer and Co. Um, DE company. He also invests in Walmart, Waste Management, and UPS. So those are some of the notable um, companies that um, Bill Gates actually invests in that have been successful for him. Um, uh, just a couple others. Uh, Caterpillar, FedEx, um, Amazon, Apple, Twitter, Alphabet, which is Google. And Liberty Global. So those are some of the notable investments for Bill Gates.
But now let's get into some of his strategies. How he do it? What what, what are six investing rules he lives by? All right. So rule number one is actually he says always back American businesses. So over sixty percent of his equities or his stocks are actually in U.S. companies. So he firmly believes that stocks or equities will always win over the long term, which I agree with. Like I tell you guys, start with a index fund or stocks you really believe in and then invest your money in there and then just let it grow. If you have a strong conviction for a stock and you believe that management is doing the right things, you believe they're marketable, you believe they're a good business, you will start to see your wealth get bigger and bigger and bigger. We've seen, or if you guys don't know, there has been a lot of, well, really 2021 has been a meme kind of a thing for stocks. Um, you know, the GameStop frenzy, the AMC frenzy, more recently, the Dogecoin frenzy. All right, y'all, I'm back. Sorry about that. But yeah, with Dogecoin, yeah, you've seen someone that invested 188000 I don't know if you heard, he became a millionaire, but he said he was going to hold on and see where Doge went. So in the era of meme, <laughs> really 2021, like I said, if you have a strong conviction for something, then go for it. Just have, just do your due diligence and make sure you can back it up, you know, for your own self. You don't have to do it for nobody else. If you feel that something take off, for example, like an Ethereum or Bitcoin or Cardano, those are just coins um, in the crypto sector. Or you have a strong conviction of a stock, Palantir or anything square going, go for it. That's the that's the main thing, y'all. And then rule number two was technology businesses are the future, which is true. They, they they are the future. Um, honestly, y'all like we 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 seen like in the nineteen nineties, you know, when the internet was just becoming a thing. You had your Amazon, Google, Apple, Facebook. You know, they were they were in the infancies. Um, but technology has changed so much in our world. We just went through a whole. Well, we're still in the pandemic, but we just went through a whole year where we was basically at home, couldn't really do too much. Um, and you know, a lot of technology was in there. We was using Zoom. We was using video conferencing services in order to talk with people, connect with people, all that good stuff. So he's right when he says that, that technology business of the future. You just have to find a technology that you believe in. Me right now, I have a strong conviction for mobile and digital payments. It wasn't something I really liked at first just because of like the threat I thought it was to cash. But when you pump so much cash and infusion of cash into the economy, which it is keeping us afloat. I'm not saying it's the worst thing, but eventually, guys, we're going to have inflation. Just the fact of life, we're, we're going to have inflation. Something we can do to stop it. It's nothing we can do about it. Best thing you can do is try to prepare for it. Try to store value of your money. So find you a technology business that you believe in. For me right now, with everything going on, I believe in Square. I believe in them more than I believe in PayPal. I believe in them more than I believe in, you know, Apple Pay. I like Apple Pay, but I believe in Square. They remember, um, they own Cash App. So when you make those little transactions, they get a percentage of that. That's one of the reasons why I believe in Square, amongst other things. So the technology businesses are the future. Rule number three is use Warren Buffett as investing mentor. Now, guys, he is a billionaire. He basically got his knowledge from a book called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. That gives you a, a basically synopsis and in, in a detailed description of value investing. And basically, I'll just give you a brief summary. It just was like you would you would, he would use these different financial metrics, PE ratio, um, price to sales ratio, and amongst other things in order to evaluate a business. 
And basically, he would see that it wasn't being valued by either Wall Street or, you know, people in general, which just wasn't valued a business. And he would identify and say, okay, well, this company's undervalued. So, hmm, I wonder where they can take off here. And he would invest his money in there. And then, you know, he did his due diligence and the, the companies would take off. So he might have spent like, let's say, 50K on a stock he believed in that was undervalued. Maybe it was worth $2 a stock. He would go buy it. <laughs> and before you know it, some years passed, that would be $30, $50 worth um, the stock would be. So if you $2 or $30, you know, 15 extra money, you know, $30, you know. Yeah, well, $30, you know, 15 extra money. Um, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy what, what it can really do. So, of course, Warren, Warren Buffett is older. Um, but, but you just got to try That's what most rich people do. They learn from other rich people. So if you want to become rich, take some, you don't have to take everything that Warren Buffett lives by, but take some of those key things that, you know, you agree with that you think is insightful and useful for you. And then you apply it to yourself and who knows what the results of that can be, but you have to give yourself that chance. And Warren Buffett is really not a bad place to start. He's still one of the billionaires. He's not up there with Musk and, and Gates, but they respect him for sure. So. That's rule number three. Rule number four is there is great opportunity in the AI business. So you might be thinking, what is AI? AI is artificial intelligence. It's already being widely used, guys. It's used when you're exploring on the web page. This is how companies are able to market to you, are able to put ads to where you're going in order to entice you in. AI is everywhere. Um, there's already been, I wouldn't say there's wide, wide adoption of it, but it's used by a lot of companies. This is how um, um, sports teams now are, are using it to make decisions. Call analytics. They use that's a form of AI. They use that in order to make um, different decisions about you know finance, business moves. Um, they use it in social media. The um, AI is being used for self-driverless cars. Um, it, uh, it's a it's a myriad of things that AI is being used for. So you have to be able to find and evaluate. If, and now, if, if you don't want to invest into an individual company or individual stock, then go with ETF, BOTS, bots, that invests in AI technology. If you don't want to do that, then go with any of the ETFs that um, Kathy Wood has. You know, she's a, she's a renowned investor. Higher expense ratios, which means you pay more for when you invest your money with her. But... She invests in AI and blockchain technology, amongst other things. So you can invest in that and be and getting getting some exposure to AI. So that's some of the ways you can play at the ETF, or you can invest in individual AI companies. Some is I think it's called C3, ticker symbol AI. You can invest in um, Palantir, and then some of the other major companies are investing in too. Facebook does, Amazon, Google, Apple. They invest in AI too. So if you want some exposure to that, you can invest in those name brand companies too. But if you want the direct exposure, you know, Palantir, the C3 are also good alternative options. So that was rule number four. Rule number five, invest in dividend stocks. If you guys don't know what a dividend is, a dividend is just a payment you receive for being a part owner or investing in a company. Starbucks pays it. Um, Apple pays them. Visa pays them. MasterCard. Um, Trying to think of a few others. UPS pays it. FedEx pays it. Coca-Cola pays it. It's a bunch of different dividend companies you can invest in. 
So out of his portfolio, Bill Gates actually owns 11 of his 14 stocks and his portfolio are dividend stocks. So guys, what's really great about that is it's the compound effect. So let's say, right, you have $100, you invest in Starbucks, right? They're worth about 100 plus a share. So you probably won't get a full share. But let's say you got $100, let's say Starbucks, hypothetically, is worth $100 and you get a full share. So every three months, y'all, you're going to get a payment from Starbucks saying, hey, thanks for being a part owner with us or investing with us. Here's a payment from the company. It won't be a lot, y'all. But the biggest thing is the compound effect. So if you keep taking those dividends you got from Starbucks and you keep reinvesting it back into the company, your dividends will grow and grow and grow and grow. And then if you're getting capital gains from it, which basically means your $100 initial investment now is worth, let's say Starbucks is worth $200. Of course, you get the $100 you invested. And then you take that and you keep reinvesting, you get more and more and more and more money. So essentially, that's the great thing about dividend investing is the compound effect. Your payments become more. Let's say you were getting 50 cents for that one share. Let's say you go do two shares. Now it's a dollar, basically. And then you reinvest the initial, you know, Let's say they gave you 20 cent per dividend or per stock you owned. And then so we go from 50 cents, you was getting to 70 cents. Now you own, um, right, so you get 70 cents, you reinvested back to the stock. Now let's say you own two shares now um, and they're paying you, so it'd be 40 cents. And then you just keep adding and adding and adding and adding over time. Your wealth grows. So that's really the greatest, greatest thing about investing in dividend companies. They allow you to put your money in and you can reinvest it. Or you can even use it to go, let's say you want to pay for gas. You can take that money out. Of course, you have to pay taxes on dividends, but you can use that money to either reinvest, invest in something else, or to do a common cash payment. Rule number six in the final rule that Bill Gates actually um, abides by is invest in long-term businesses or long-term buys, which is basically great quality businesses. Like I tell y'all, if you have a strong conviction of something, invest in it. doesn't have to necessarily make sense to other people, but if it makes sense to you, then invest in it. Great long-term companies right now, Amazon, they're expensive though, 3000 a share. Google, 2000 a share, expensive. Apple, Apple's not that much right now. Apple's only about 130-ish. Facebook, um, Tesla, Visa, Waste Management. Coca-Cola, Pepsi. These are companies that have are great quality business models. They've been around for a long time. Some pay dividends, some don't. Some have high growth stories. You want to find great quality businesses. This is this is the part where you come to great large company or great large cap stocks. Those companies you know have been around for you know 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years. Because you know that their business model is effective. And what's the greatest thing is we have seen this technological, technological shift and they are adapting to it. That's the great thing about investing in large large companies. Or, sorry, great businesses, excuse me. They, they have already shown that they have the adaptability in order to adjust and keep their business afloat and going. Even when competition comes in or arises. So, guys, those are the six rules that Bill Gates abides by. He tries to learn from the best. Rule one, always back American businesses. He owns over 60% in stocks of American businesses. Rule two, technology businesses are the future. Rule three, use Warren Buffett as an investing mentor. 
Rule four, great opportunity in AI businesses. Rule five, invest in dividend stocks. And then rule six, invest long-term in quality businesses. So those are some of the stocks, um, or some of the rules, excuse me, that Bill Gates abides by. And it's what allowed him to accumulate some of the wealth he has today. So if you're just beginning your wealth journey, these are some useful rules that you can use in order to help you better understand, better invest, become a better investor, and grow your money. So thank y'all for tuning in, and I'll see you guys on the next one.